going to do, we're, we're going to pray, and, um, and then I'm going to have you be seated, and then I'm just going to begin to read the word and, and minister and exhort tonight. Um, tonight, I would like to minister on uh, the title, My Kinsman Redeemer. Amen. If the Lord would allow us and give us wisdom and, and anointing to touch someone's heart tonight by the word and spirit. And uh, I, want to, I want to minister on my kinsman redeemer. So would you bow your heads with me and let's pray together. Lord, we love you and appreciate you. Thank you for your goodness and love and mercy. Oh, Lord, thank you, Lord, for becoming our kinsman redeemer. Oh, Lord, thank you for the times that you've been there, Lord, for us, keeping us through the storm, delivering us from the midst of trouble. Oh, Lord, bringing joy, peace, and righteousness in our heart, preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Oh, Lord, you've been so good. Hallelujah. Lord, we are praying tonight. Bless and anoint. Let us receive inspiration and faith by the teaching and ministry of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 2, I'm going to start reading at verse 10 just begin to exhort a little bit it says for it became him for whom are all things uh, and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings oh my goodness the captain Jesus the captain of, of, our, of our salvation was made perfect through sufferings amen so if he is made perfect through sufferings, amen, we need to yield ourselves to the sufferings that comes our way. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. For he that both sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. You know, I've got <clears throat> a natural family that... Uh, you know, I, I, if you, I don't, I don't know them. Amen. You know, I just, yeah, no, I, I, you know, it's just like, you know, I just, not, sometimes we're ashamed sometimes, but you know what? The Lord who was perfect, made perfect through sufferings, God in the flesh. Amen. He was not ashamed in the midst of who we are, in the midst of our sin, in the midst of our life, in the midst, amen, of our separation from him bringing us back unto him, was not ashamed to call us brethren. And we, I tell you what, this is, this is so phenomenal in that we, we, we look at our Lord and Savior, Jesus, and we see him as he is, high and lifted up, sitting upon the throne. It's easy to see him that way. Can you say amen? He is, as was preached on Sunday morning, my Lord and my God. Hallelujah. He's the king, the king of glory, the king eternal. And you can go on and on and on. He's the king of heaven, the king of Israel, the king of old, the king of peace. He's just the king of kings and the Lord of lords. But you know what, friend? I want you to know something. He is our sanctifier. And the Bible says, he who sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren Jesus is my brother tonight and he's your brother can you say praise the Lord because he he brought us in and made us one with him hallelujah saying I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church I will sing praise unto thee and again I will put my trust in him behold I the children which God hath given me 
For as much as then the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise, himself likewise, took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death all their lifetime subject to bondage. Verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took upon him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, made like unto his brethren, that he might be merciful and a and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. He became as one of us. I need to remind us tonight that he became as one of us to feel the sufferings that he needed to feel, to go through sufferings to be made perfect, amen, the captain of our salvation, that he might be able to minister to us in the time of need. Someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He feels our infirmities. He feels our failures. He feels our fear. He feels our hurts. He feels our frailties. He feels everything that is human about us, and he loves us anyway. And he, and he draws us nigh unto him, and he reaches for us, and he, and he cry, calls out to us, draw nigh unto me. Someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, in, in the Bible... There is a, a story about a kinsman. We call him a kinsman redeemer. Um, there is not a word that is translated kinsman redeemer. There is a word that is translated kinsman, and there is a word that is translated redeemer, and they are the, it is the same word that is translated redeemer that is also translated kinsman. And so when you take that understanding of the Old Testament and put the two together, we understand that Jesus is our kinsman redeemer. He's the next of kin. He is my brother. He is close to my heart. He cares about me. He is closer. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He is my friend. He is my brother. He will keep me. He will not turn me aside. Someone say praise the Lord. And someone say thank you Jesus. Because all of us are worthy at times to be turned aside. All of us are worthy at times to be, to, to, to be shunned. But the Lord does not shun us except for our own good that he might cause us to find a place of repentance and to draw nigh unto him. But the Bible talks about a kinsman, a kinsman and a redeemer. He is a deliverer. He, is a, he purchases. He, he, he brings forth the ransom. Um, he is the next of kin. He buries the widow. He buys back the relative's property. There are some prerequisites that are set forth in the Scripture, and one of them, he must be near of kin. He has to be of kin. He, he can't be a stranger. He has to be of kin. That's why God Almighty, let me go right there right now, God Almighty, you see in the Bible, the word Redeemer is mentioned 18 times in the Old Testament. And every time that the word Redeemer is mentioned, it is mentioned in reference to God. You see, you have to understand 
God, the reason that God robed himself in flesh is because he sought for a man to be, to pay the price that could pay the price and be the sacrifice, amen, that would be able to redeem and he could not find one, amen. In the prerequisites of the kinsman redeemer, he must be able to redeem. The only way that man could be redeemed from sin is through the lamb, through the spotless blood of the lamb. And there was not a man from the time of Abraham that had spotless blood. That's why God, amen, who is our redeemer, mentioned 18 times in the Old Testament, became flesh that he might, amen, have spotless blood, that he could offer that blood for our sacrifice, that we could be here today. And I want to tell you something right now. There's not a one of us that are worthy to be here tonight. There's not a one of us that are worthy to be filled with his spirit. We must always ever and, under, ever and always understand and be humble before him that we are unworthy except by the purchased blood of Jesus Christ. And someone say, praise the Lord. Eleven of those 18 times, it mentions the singularity, oneness of God. Amen. I bring that out just to reiterate to us that, amen, God did not send a second being from the heavens, amen, to sacrifice, to be a sacrifice. He came himself. Someone say, praise the Lord. His arm brought salvation, the Bible says, that he sought for a man and could not find one. Therefore, his arm brought salvation. Amen. He must be willing to redeem. There must be one who is willing to redeem. Who, who amongst us is willing to give their life at the age of 33 and a half, live a perfect life, and be willing to redeem? And the, pri the redemption was completed when the price was completely paid. I want you to know tonight, amen, the price was completely paid at Calvary. I realize that there are times when we will go through suffering, but it's not a price to pay for our redemption. Amen. It's a perfecting time. It's a drawing close unto Him. Oh, hallelujah. It's learning to rely on Him. Praise the Lord and realize that we are not able to rely on ourselves. We must rely on Him. Someone say amen. The man who the story is about in reference to of a kinsman, is the story of a beautiful love story that we know as the book of Ruth. Ruth was a Moabite girl. If you were to do a study on the Moabites, they were very, very wicked people. Amen. They worshipped false gods, and they were very evil in their worship. And so when Ruth became a daughter-in-law, during the time that she was a daughter-in-law to Naomi, she heard about the God of Israel. She heard about the people of Israel. She heard about the testimonies of how God had worked miracles and had brought them out of Egypt. She might even heard about Rahab. You just, you don't know. She might have heard about Rahab. Amen. And, and so when it came time after Ruth's husband died and Naomi and Orphus, all of their husbands died, and we know the story, Naomi is going back to Israel, and she has every right to be a very bitter, bitter person. She followed her husband. You know, her plight was not of her own doing. Uh, when, when she married that man, she uh, promised to abide with him, and when he left Bethlehem because there was no bread, she was uh, duty-bound to go with him 
Sometimes in our walk with God and sometimes in our life, our plot is, amen, our plight is not of our own making. Amen. There is just circumstances that happen, circumstances that come our way. It's not something that we've done or something that we didn't do. Now, sometimes, yes, it is. But there are times when the one man preached many years ago, and it is true, Bad things happen to good people. Amen. Bad things do happen to good people. And if, can I get a witness in the house tonight? Amen. And so Naomi is coming back, and, and uh, as she is telling her daughters-in-law goodbye, Ruth begins to speak up. Orpha wept and left. Amen. And uh, Ruth began to weep and say, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. Whether thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge, and thy people shall be my people, and thy God shall be my God. And as I was studying this and thinking about this over the past while, and amen, I, the Lord, I felt like the Lord just began to nudge me a little bit, and, and, uh, and there, there's one thing that uh, I will, that you must know, I want you to know about me, is I believe the doctrine, amen, of Acts 2.38 and repentance and burial in Jesus' name and waters of baptism and receiving the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking in tongues. And amen. It was I, I had such a wonderful time here Sunday night, Sunday morning, and I, I don't know how it all came about. I just happened to end up right here with that young lady and she was praying and and it wasn't anything I was doing. It was just exhorting and worshiping with her. It was such a beautiful time, and all of a sudden evangelist Luke Levine comes by and she's wanting the Holy Ghost and he's he just lays hands on her and she starts speaking in tongues amen it was a joyous thing for me it made my heart leap can you say praise the Lord it's always a joyous thing when somebody receives the Holy Ghost for the first time and uh, I believe that doctrine will stand for it I believe in one God and even when I'm teaching tonight one God Amen. And, and I'm sure that there was doctrine that was talked about when it came to Naomi talking to Ruth. But, but I'm not so sure that it was doctrine, amen, that caused Ruth to say, I want to go with you. You see, there's one thing that we must understand that when it comes to people, they don't come to us always because of our doctrine. They come to us because of the love of God. They come to us because of the love that we have for one another and the unity and the care that we have for one another. We are family. Can you say praise the Lord? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but in this world, if you follow anything in the government or politics or any such thing, you'll know there's just not a family spirit out there. Can you say amen? And so when somebody sees a family spirit where, where there's love between a brother and a sister, hallelujah, and forgiveness and mercy and grace, it has to reach out to their heart. Can you say praise the Lord? And so I believe that as we are entering into this new phase of ministry that pastor has felt led to lead us in, that there's one thing that we must understand when we come together as a group and we, we divide into groups and we meet, amen, if there's somebody there that needs the Lord, they may not need doctrine. They may not need to be taught Acts 2.38 just yet. They may not need to hear about one God, but there's one thing they need to see. They need to see the love that we have for one another as we care for one another and minister to one another. Can someone say praise the Lord? Amen. And she said, where thou diest, I will die. And 
there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me, if aught but death part thee and me. And so Naomi took her, and happy to do so, I believe, and arrived and changed her name to Mara, bitterness, because she had lost everything she thought. And then Naomi sent her to glean in a field, and by chance or by the Spirit of the Lord, you decide. A lot of times what we call by chance, by chance, just by chance, is not by chance at all. It's by the directing of the Spirit, and we don't even realize it, that the Lord sent us there. The Lord allowed us to have to need gas at that time. The Lord directed us to go to the grocery store. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, and we don't even realize it. So by chance, she ended up in Boaz's field, and and by chance, amen, Boaz took notice of her. And Do you know who Boaz's mother is? Her name is Rahab. She was not an Israelite. She lived in a city called Jericho. And that wall, those walls came down. But she said, save me. I want to be a part of you. Oh, hallelujah. They said, there'll be a token if you'll, if you'll deliver us. We'll tie this token of the red scarlet cord outside the window. And you leave that there and we will deliver you. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. That red scarlet cord, Amen. Oh, my, what a message that you could just go and preach about Rahab and the red scarlet cord, the bloodline that flowed through her, one of the only four women mentioned in the book of Matthew, amen, in the genealogy of Jesus Christ, and amen, and, and uh, that, that red scarlet cord, hallelujah, the bloodline that came all the way down to Jesus, uh, saving the lost, uh, saving souls. Uh, oh, someone say praise the Lord. And so when Boaz saw her, he may have thought about his mother, and he looked upon her, took notice of her, and he said, don't, go, don't glean in any other field. Amen. He gave her preference. I want you to stay here. I want you to be a part of my field. Is anybody thankful tonight that the Lord said, I want you to be a part of my field? Oh, hallelujah. I want you to be a part of my vineyard. Hallelujah. I choose you. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Amen. That you may bring forth fruit. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are going to bring forth fruit. We bring forth fruit every day in our testimonies as we live for God and walk with God and stand strong. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. And humble ourselves in the time when we need to humble ourselves. Someone say, praise the Lord. He said, he told the young man, he said, now you leave her alone. Don't touch her. He said, you'd leave her alone. He gave her protection. Oh, praise the Lord. He gives us protection. He brought her to his table for lunch. He gave her bread. He let her glean among the sheaves. He gave her blessing. And he told the reapers to drop handfuls on purpose and let her pick it up. He gave her extra blessing. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. He was setting himself up and not even realizing it to become her kinsman, redeemer. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, in speaking about extra blessing, I sometimes am reminded of, of uh, their trials. And there's not an easier, hardly an easier man to preach about or talk about or minister about than the one who wore the coat of many colors. And, and right away you know the story and, and right away your mind is going. And you're thinking about sold by his brothers and Potiphar's house and betrayed and, and thrown in prison and, and et cetera. And uh, 
you know, the Lord had his hand on him. Uh, the Lord had his hand on him. That is, that is one situation that I might question about uh, Potiphar really believing his wife. I think maybe he really didn't believe her because I think if it would have been me and I would have believed her with the position that I had, I would have had Joseph's head. I'd have cut his head off. Oh, yes, I would have. But I think there was a little bit of doubt there, and the Lord protected Joseph and put that doubt there. And, you know, a man lives with a lady for a long time. He gets to know her. Amen. And uh, I, I know my wife a little bit. We, she broke her arm. We went to the doctor. We came walking out. She got a broken wrist. She knows me, too. And I looked at her. I said, well, you're going to have to work twice as hard to get your work done now. <laughs> She looked at me and laughed just like that. Amen. So, you know, Joseph, he, he went through prison alone, and God raised him up even there in prison, made him the keeper, and, and he interpreted dreams. And then he, there another two years. Amen. If any man had a chance to become bitter, if any man had a chance to give up on God, amen. And, and, and we don't know what went through his mind. We don't know. Oh, my Lord, we don't know. Amen. And I'm not going to preach about, we shouldn't even, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to talk about that we shouldn't even doubt sometimes because we don't know what went through his mind. Doubt comes to every man. Can you say amen? And so he, uh, he comes out, interpret, you know, he comes out, interprets the dreams to, to Pharaoh, and then uh, he, he's in charge for seven years of plenty, marries a wife, and they have two children. And, uh, and he names them Ephraim. And Manasseh. And Ephraim means, I believe, I may get them backwards. Ephraim means, the Lord hath made me to forget all my troubles. Oh, hallelujah. I praise the Lord. And then he has the second one, and he, and he says it means, it means, the Lord hath blessed me double in the land of my affliction. I want to speak to someone tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord is going to cause you to forget all your troubles. You're going to look back and say, I don't remember how bad it was because the Lord has blessed me. Oh, praise the Lord. He's going to give you double blessing. Hallelujah. Keep on keeping on. Oh, praise the Lord. Keep on looking up. Keep on trusting Jesus. Keep on looking to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Your kinsman redeemer is going to give you that blessing. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. She found him in the close of the harvest, received instruction, found him. Amen. And uh, ended up, he purchased her at the gate. Amen. Made a deal with the other one who was not willing to mar his own marriage. Amen. And he redeemed her. Hallelujah. In the times that Redeemer is mentioned, one of the times that he is mentioned is in the book of Job. And, and when I read this, I don't know if you remember many of Pastor's messages. He has preached this one at least twice, maybe more. Is I know that my Redeemer lives. In the book of Job, the oldest book in the Bible, not the first book in the Bible, but supposedly the one that was written first, Job, in the midst of his trial, Job, in the midst of his despair, 
He spoke these words. And it were, they weren't just words of faith for that time. They were words of prophetic utterance for this day. They were words of prophetic utterance for the last day. He said, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. I want someone to remember, hallelujah, that your Redeemer lives, praise the Lord. He's the one that laid his right hand upon John and said, Fear not, I am the one who was dead and am alive, and I'm alive forevermore, hallelujah. And I have the keys of death and hell. You need to remember that your Redeemer lives. Whether you're in a situation that was put there by yourself and by your own mistakes or by happenstance. You have a Redeemer, a kinsman Redeemer who lives. Oh, praise the Lord. And He's going to redeem you. And he's going to, and you're going to stand with Him at the latter end. He's going to stand strong in the power of His might. And we are going to stand with Him. Your Redeemer lives. Someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, I could go on and, and begin to talk about fear not. I will help thee, saith the Lord. Amen. And thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. On and on. I am, I am His Redeemer, the host. I am the first and I am the last. Beside me there is no God. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and He that formed thee from the womb. I am the Lord that maketh all things that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. Oh, praise the Lord. As for our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, is His name, the Holy One of Israel. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. But Isaiah 54 and 4 says, Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame, for thou shalt not forget, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and thou shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. I want to go back to 54. He said, fear not. Oh, praise the Lord. Fear not. Oh, hallelujah. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed. When you have faith in the Lord your God, you have faith in His name, you trust in Him, you shall not be be ashamed when you humble yourself before the Lord and pray and turn from your wicked ways and seek his face he will hear from heaven and will heal your land and you shall not be ashamed you will not be confused you will not be confounded you will not be put to shame oh hallelujah the Lord will redeem thee the Lord will keep thee the Lord is your brother the Lord will bring you out amen or the make Thy maker is thine husband. Oh, someone say praise the Lord, and the Lord of hosts is his name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, my Redeemer is also my Heavenly Father because my Heavenly Father became my Redeemer that He might redeem me in the, in the manifested in the flesh. He took on the form of man. 
Thoutless thou art our father, though Abraham be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledge us not. Thou, O Lord, art our father, our redeemer. Thy name is from everlasting. Hallelujah. He's the father of glory, and he's the father of mercies. I've got to get through to someone tonight that Jesus Christ, our redeemer, is the father of mercies. He doesn't hold our past against us. He doesn't hold our mistakes against us. He doesn't hold our failures against us. But he reaches out with a tender nail-scarred head and says, Come unto me, ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give thee rest. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. He's the father of mercies, the father of mercies. He's the father to the fatherless. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. He stood on the mound and cried, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen hath doeth gather her brood under her wings, and ye would not. He spoke to that group. He spoke to that city and said, I wanted to love you. I wanted to gather you in. I wanted to be a father to you. I wanted to cherish you and guide you and keep you. You see, he is the father of glory. He's the father of mercies. He's the father of love. And he became my kinsman redeemer to redeem me from sin and to keep me in the midst of the way. Someone say praise the Lord. We need our kinsman redeemer. It's not just that he became our kinsman redeemer and we are all of a sudden redeemed. I need him. I need my kinsman redeemer every day. I need him all the time. You see, he redeems our health. He redeems our soul. He redeems our mind. He redeems our heart. He redeems us every day. Can you say praise the Lord? Just the other day, two or three, four weeks ago, I had had trouble with my, I could relate to Brother Duvall coming, getting prayed for for his shoulder that morning. It was really, it was really something um, how God did that for him right here. Amen. God is good. And uh, I don't know what his problem was. Um, but I know that I had a serious issue with my right shoulder in the fact that I would, I would move it and it, there wasn't any concrete pattern to the way that I would move it. And then there would be excruciating pain. I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't it just, I'd be sitting in the, I'd be sitting in the chair in the living room like, oh, and my wife would say, what's wrong? I'd say, my shoulder's killing me. And uh, it was hurting and weeks and days and weeks. And, uh, and I just, you know, I, we're so, God has to bring us sometimes. And, you know, he has to be kind and long-suffering and, 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 and gentle and, 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 and bring us. And, and finally, one night, my, it acted up and it, it was hurting. I mean, Hurting. You asked my wife. It was. It wasn't killing me, but I, it was like just almost. <laughs> and I went to bed. I laid down. I laid down and started to go to sleep. And I was trying to get comfortable to stop the pain. 
And I said, Lord, I mean, I didn't go travailing in the spirit. I didn't cry out with a loud voice. I didn't beat the floor to get God's attention. Are you with me? I just said, Lord, would you take care of this and heal the shoulder for me? I said, Lord, will you, when I wake up, would you just, would you, in the night, would you just take care? You know, I woke up, and from that day forward, and it's been weeks, I've not had that problem since. The Lord was my kinsman redeemer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, sometimes we, and I, I agree with travail, and I agree with intercession. Amen. I agree with weeping before the Lord. I, I understand all of that. Amen. With groanings, with utterings that cannot be understood in the Spirit. But sometimes we just need to know He's our brother and He's right there and He'll listen to us. It would say, Lord, I, I need help. Would you take care of this? Someone say, Praise the Lord. You know, and there are times when things will hit us that, 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 uh, that will, the enemy, we were emotional people and, 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 uh, and, and he uses everything that he can to destroy our faith and bring us and hurt us and, and wound us and, and, and et cetera and et cetera. And, and sometimes we'll hear things that aren't even meant to be heard in that concept, in that way. And yet it'll just be something that was said that will affect us in our personal. And we just find ourselves just, just torn, find ourselves just, 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 just devastated. Amen. And, and then we and then we stop and say, Lord, I, I don't, I'm not supposed to feel this way. I'm, I'm not supposed to have this heart. I'm not supposed to have this spirit. There's something wrong with me. Amen. And I need you. Amen. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just all by myself here, right? There's nobody else that goes through that, right? Amen. But aren't you thankful that you can cry out to the Lord? And you can weep and say, Lord, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to have these feelings toward my, I don't want to be hurt like this. Amen. I don't want to be so, God, I need you to touch me. I need you to redeem me. I need you to bring me out of this. And I, the Lord is always right there bringing us out. Oh, hallelujah. Aren't you thankful tonight that we have a man, a God who robed himself in flesh, who took upon him the seed of Abraham, that he could feel what we feel and know where we live, understand where we're at, that he might minister to us and bring us through. Amen. He is not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was tempted in every way like as we are yet without sin. And that is not a reproach to us because we are all born in sin when it says he was yet without sin. That, that speaks to me that he was yet without sin. And he was able to, because he was without sin, he was able to offer himself as a sacrifice. Amen. Because his blood was spotless. Hallelujah. His blood was pure. His blood was holy. Amen. And he was above sin. And he, he gave that blood. He poured it out so that I could live, so that I could have hope, so that I could reach out to him. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And Titus says we are looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing. The great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, 
zealous of good works. And I must confess tonight. I must confess tonight. The world hasn't gotten bad enough in my world for me to say, come quickly. And I think it has to do, you know, there are people that are dear to me. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. And so how can I be selfish and say, Lord, come quickly when I'm not so sure? Hallelujah, hallelujah. But at the same time, I'm looking. I'm looking. I want to get out of this old flesh. I want to get out of this old world. I want to be redeemed. I'm going to, because the Bible says we're going to see him as he is. And we're going to be like him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord for as much. Amen. As you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold. From your vain conversation received by the tradition of your fathers. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish, without spot. You know, sometimes, and I know this is elementary, I know. But you know, sometimes we need to be childlike. Amen. Sometimes I stop and think about the goodness of the Lord. And, and the, the, the living for God. And, and my mind says... To think that he chose me just to serve him. He chose me just to dwell in his presence. He chose me just to walk with him and overcome sin. Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ and that relationship with God, amen, is far above and beyond anything in gold and silver or anything that this world has to offer. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's nothing. I, I need to, I just feel the Holy Ghost for a minute here. There's nothing, nothing, nothing that this world has to offer. You know, the Lord even redeems me from a Laodicean spirit, Brother Jamie. Did you know that the city of Laodicea was 50 miles from any fresh water? 50 miles, they built a channel, and they channeled drinking water in to Laodicea. By the time that it got there through that arid desert, amen, it was tepid. It was lukewarm. And that's why the Lord said, the Laodicean spirit, amen, lukewarm, lukewarm. Because the water, when it got, he has delivered me at times. I need deliver. I need a kinsman redeemer to keep me. I need a kinsman redeemer to deliver me from complacency. I need a kinsman redeemer to keep my mind right. I need to kill someone. Say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, the blood that was shed was the blood of the covenant, the blood of the Lamb. But then Acts 20, 28 says that it was God's own blood. James Larson was here a while back preached and did a marvelous job. He was in Indiana back when I was in Indiana. He preached a message that I've never forgotten. Never forgotten. He preached God's only shopping spree. He preached that when God made the worlds, he spoke them into existence. He spoke the universe into existence, the animals into existence, 
the fish into existence, trees, flowers, everything he spoke into existence. But when it came to the church, when it came to you and it came to me, he didn't speak us into existence. He purchased us with his own blood. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's all stand tonight. The musicians would come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, we had such a marvelous time on Sunday, and, and uh, it was really very enjoyable ministering, being ministered to in that message. When he was at a certain point in his message, a light bulb went off in my heart, and I stopped. It's like the Spirit just stopped me. Amen. I thought, I thought, that's good. That's really good. You know about Thomas hadn't seen Jesus. Thomas hadn't seen him. And so therefore he had doubt and fear. You know, honest Thomas. And I, I hate to preach the message again. I, I don't want to do that. But I do. I do. Because the Lord just spoke. I feel like the Lord just spoke to me. I feel like the Lord just spoke to me and said, because I, I've done this. I've walked out of a service on Sunday and lost the message by Tuesday. And I've done it. And so I feel like the Lord spoke to me and said, there's some that didn't quite, didn't quite just have it, you know, but they need to understand and know that everybody needs a kinsman redeemer every day all the time. That we are all frail and weak and we need him. Amen. We need him. Can you say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what. I just, I just want, we've, I'm, 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 I'm really closing early. You need to pat me on the back after service and say, good job, Brother Jordan. Amen. But I'm not going to close. I'm going to let the Lord close us out. Praise the Lord. I feel like somebody wants to talk to the Lord. I feel like somebody was spoken to tonight and says, I need my kinsman redeemer right now. I need him right now. I need him today. I need him tonight. And, and, and I, don't be ashamed. My Lord, it was just yesterday that I cried in the, in the morning. I cried and wept and said, Jesus, I need you to deliver me from this. So right now, would somebody join me right now at this altar and say, I need my kinsman redeemer. Would you come down, please, right now? Everybody come that would talk to the Lord and say, I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, friend. Come on. Come on, my brother. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. Come on. That's it. Come on. That's it. Come on. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That's it. He's mighty to save. Come on. Oh, praise the Lord. Come and talk to him. Come and spend time with him. Don't hold back. Just come on down. Just step out and say, I want to talk to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 